You're listening to Bravo Should Be Fun with Liz, Alex, and Micah. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Bravo Should Be Fun. I'm Micah. I'm Liz. And I'm Alex. How's everybody's week going? Good. How are you? We're freezing, actually. Yes, tell us about yours. I was going to say, I'm freaking freezing. (laughs) It is like blizzarding in Buffalo, and it's out of control. It's not blizzarding in St. Louis, but it's like negative six right now. Ew. So we're having fun. Right. (laughs) I'm not going to bitch where I'm at. (laughs) yeah i know shout out to the bills mafia though they're like currently digging the stadium out from underneath snow right now so wait is that the fans that are doing that yeah what yeah they'll just go and dig it out fans i think they're getting paid i'm not sure yeah but like they don't they don't mind they want to the shirtless guy like he is gonna get frostbite probably he'll lose that nipple the left nipple's gone (laughs) that left nip it ain't it It's, it's gone yeah, no, that's Bill's Mafia for you. Mafia, baby. Love it. I'm pretty excited for the game tomorrow. Hopefully it happens. <laughs> so Yeah. I wonder if Angie K is a, a Bill's fan. She's part Random. of the Mafia. That's true. If not, I'm more than happy to initiate her. No, I'm asking if she is. Oh, because no. of the, oh, the Greek Mafia. She's got to like the Bills. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know if she's in the Bill's Mafia. I wish, I wish that she was. That would be terrific. Angie K, we want you, girl. <laughs> Do you guys want to discuss the Summer House trailer that we got that I'm ecstatic for? Um, Yes. Okay. Liz, you want to kind of give like a little recap of it first? Well, I mean, basically they're showing uh, the main focus is that Carl and Lindsay, their breakup conversation, Lindsay's saying that she was blindsided. Carl was like talking. I guess he was talking to a member of production saying like she's going to say that she was blindsided, but we've been. I think basically it's implied that they've been fighting all all summer because this is at the end of the summer. And, you know, they show right. her going into her bedroom to talk to her father and saying she was blindsided. And there was a longer trailer that I saw also that shows, I think, like him showing up at the bridal shower. You know, so that's obviously the main um, element of this season, which is going to be amazing, I'm sure. And then it just shows them partying, you know, the rest of the season. And then like, I guess, uh, you know, one of the, one of the new guys is like hitting on Paige or there are other things that they show of like Sierra saying that Amanda has no personality outside of Kyle, like dumb shit that we don't care about. I mean, could easily have been edited also of like, that might not have even been what Sierra said. Sierra. Yeah. Or saying it like as a joke or something. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I think uh, maybe the Carl and Lindsay stuff sort of saved this season because it looks kind of like, not that we don't enjoy when they all get along and have fun and, you know, hijinks of Summer House. Like, that's my favorite Summer House. On a tricycle. Yeah. I know that you love the drama, but I love it when they're all happy and getting along. I do. I do too. So cute. I just think that's why we need the Lindsay's of the world to, you know, come and blow shit up. To get activated. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I love how they mashed it. They said, I, she's, she's going to say I blindsided her. And then she's going, I'm blindsided. Like, I loved that. Yeah. The editors are, are top, 
top notch. I mean, they really have stepped it up this year, I think across the board. So yeah. shout out to the, yeah. the Bravo editors. Great job, guys. Well, also, you know, when a show doesn't have a ton of drama going on, i.e. Potomac, where they're adding all this sticky stuff in the editing of like so many flashbacks, so many of the little like visual you know, they, I think they showed like Ashley Darby with a beret on, you know, when they do dumb stuff like that, I think is when they know there's not a lot of drama that they're working with. I mean, they did the upside down on the first episode from Stranger Things. Like I'm obsessed since that, that first was episode with their editing. The upside down. That was great. That was fantastic. I never would have thought to do that. Wait, of Potomac? Yes, the first episode, girl. Why am I blanking on that? That's the only thing I remember from this entire I need season. To go, I need to go watch the first It was episode. fast. It was like the first part of the first episode. It just looks like the upside down. I'm glad I'm not the only one who thought that. I thought maybe I was like high or something. Oh, and I, I was obsessed with that one. It's literally the only thing I can remember this entire season. It's been so boring and blah. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. It possibly at the end of the, of this episode guys are y'all watching traders yeah i was gonna bring I'm that up first too. Episode. don't tell me too much but i've seen some memes so i kind of know some things okay it's start i don't know anything about it oh have you not watched yet no i never even saw the first season is it good like am i yeah i mean our our guy kyle cook is on the first season i know yeah no it's it's good so far i mean obviously minus larsa there's MJ, Larson, Marcus, Tamra, Larkin. Tamra like doesn't even get a ton of screen time, which is kind of crazy. Phaedra and Sheree. Phaedra, you see a lot of. I feel like Phaedra is going to win. Well, so it's funny because if you guys watch The Real World back in the day, they have Trishel, CT, and um, Johnny Bananas was like a challenge guy. But the old Real World people was cool to see. So I was watching like back in, you know, the Trishel days of Real World Las Vegas. Wait, oh, Las Vegas. Oh, my God. I haven't thought about... I remember that season. I loved that season. I just remember they smoked a lot. <laughs> yeah. I remember they were... Didn't they live at the Palm? Yeah. Yep. Oh, and I actually went to that bar years later, and I was like, oh, my God, I feel so cool. Like, I'm in the real world. <laughs> How do you feel telling that story? I feel old. <laughs> you don't feel cool? Damn it. Surprisingly, Marcus Jordan kind of comes off pretty smart. You know, he's a lot quieter in I'm Miami. She lets him talk. Right. Yeah. I, I'm saving. I have new thoughts on Marcus and Larsa, and I am the first to be like uh, the massive hater that I am. But <laughs> we'll we'll get to it when we discuss Miami. I've I have a new perspective on those two. Yeah, for sure. Um. Also, Garcelle's son and Erica Jane. I need verbal confirmation of that. So I guess he went in the comments saying that he is not with her. Okay, that's good. But gotcha. That's a 20 year difference. She is 52. He is 32. Even if it was a man dating a woman that young, that's gross to me. And it's your friend's son. No. Mm -mm. Who started this rumor? (laughs) Exactly. Jake's like, what a ridiculous rumor to start. That's so weird. I feel like Erica started that. Probably. She's just like a PR lady. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it got people talking. I feel so bad for her son, though. How many times has he been like a pawn in the Bravo world? Like first with Rachel, now with Erica, like this poor guy, his poor ex-wife, that poor ex-wife. Should we get into Salt Lake City reunion episode one? 
Okay, can I also first explain how um, this bombshell of an ending of the season of Salt Lake City and, okay, I don't know, there are some really weird connections to me with, you know how the new show, or the new movie, Mean Girls, like the second version has come out. Yes, I can't wait to see it, by the way. Same, I want to see it too. But the burn book being used as a prop, like, is that not a coincidence that's strange? That's a good thought. Did she, yeah, she pulled out a burn book, right? Yeah. Okay, but also think about how Monica is Katie Heron because she, like, infiltrated the group and started to sabotage things. Only if Katie was, you know, reality Vontese. No, but like Monica infiltrated the group and started to sabotage with the troll accounts and like sending shit to different people, you know, like sending DMs to Meredith about the mafia stuff. Oh, very true. Yeah. Yeah. It was like her four-step plan or whatever with her friend. And Katie Herring was infiltrating the group and like... You know, giving Regina George the calteen bars. She was um, cutting out holes, holes in the T-shirts. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just, oh, there are some weird connections there. I The burn book she probably is her just army a of total coincidence. Yeah, army of skanks. Well, also, there's been Mean Girl promos with a bunch of the Bravo celebrities. So I wonder if that was, like, supposed to be a thing and she just chose the absolute wrong moment to try and, like, make the burn book happen. I, I don't know. know. I know. Or maybe she just thought it would be funny and it was, like, a massive fail. <laughs> she's got how many kids? Go parent your kids. How long did that binder take? Right? Yeah. I would need an assistant to do that binder. I want to talk about the fashion. I was going to say, let's talk outfits. Yes. It was so bad. I just, all the colors hurt my eyes. No, Whitney's dress, quote unquote dress, looks like a bunch of neon green string got like tangled yeah. up in the vacuum. Yeah. And like you rip it out and then you just stick it <laughs> yeah, on your boobs. Exactly. It was so and then, bad. And then go to an ice capade. Yeah. Yeah, ice capade. Yeah, it attach was. Attach a dress to it. And a million necklaces. But also I hate it when like they stick to a theme and like, they're all in the same color family of like really intense, warm tones. But Lisa isn't like Lisa didn't follow that directive. And she's in like a, she's in a cool toned, muted, I don't know, purple, I guess that was. But she looked beautiful. I loved her dress. She always she does. was Tom I... Ford. And okay, so that was Tom Ford. Whitney's must have been my daughter's art school project. Um, what do we <laughs> think about? Cachet. Oh, I remember them. Oh, man. I still have a cachet dress. That's a diss to cachet. Sorry, cachet. <laughs> yeah, that's mean to cachet circa <laughs> 2005. Right. Meredith's dress had potential, but the styling wasn't great. That red, it was like the plunged neckline red down. She looks good in red, though. She looks good in she, red. She does. Well, okay, so I saw where that... Um, the necklace that she was wearing, I think that's one of her designs. Mm. It's yep. a $20,000 necklace. I just didn't think it was styled right with well, that. Dress. That's just what I said. Like, okay, it doesn't matter what they put it the retail for. That thing is not worth $20,000. They can put any set any retail price they want. And Meredith does seem to have a delusional business model in that she would do that. 
And it's so ugly too. It's a, like a circle pendant that looks like a, a magnifying glass with like four random gold M's in it. <laughs> yeah. I don't have an M initial. Why would I want that? Guys, okay, now I'm seeing a Calvin Klein ad everywhere. What the hell is that picture? Of my of Meredith? Of Meredith. Yeah. It's a little goofy, right? Oh, it's very goofy. I mean, her over the top, her dramatic over the top like beach display was I don't know. I think that <laughs> it's that's it's funny. Just off. It was off, but her current IG profile picture. I'm obsessed. I know. Yeah, she's leaning into it. I guess that's one way to handle it. I mean, look, she's leaning into the the drunk stuff, which was hysterical. She should lean into it. But at the at the restaurant, I'm seeing her all over Instagram right now. Like oh, I know. somebody made a, a mashup of her saying like, you can leave. Somebody <laughs> get security and all of that. And she's really loving it. So good, I knew good for you, you Meredith. Were, you were sick of that. I'm going to counter and say I want Meredith and Luann to do a song. <laughs> Oh, God. <gasps> That's brilliant. I need that to happen. You know, they would be like off. They would totally be off like time, like their timing would be off or something. <laughs> but I know that there would be Meredith in a blazer outfit and probably some feathers from both of them and some sequins and some hot men. And Luann and Giovanni or something. Yes. <laughs> if you play this right, they could really do it good. I thought that, okay, Monica, Monica looked gorgeous. And also, um, Heather, Heather looked really good too. Heather looks like she's lost weight. And like a lot of people didn't like that color orange, but I think she looked good. Like she just looked. I thought she wore a green dress now. It was orange. Yeah. It's like one shoulder orange. Monica was green. You're right. Heather was orange. Um, I did. I always, okay. It's not full on mother of the groom. So I'm like, she's like, she's getting closer. She's, she's almost there. Give us some leg, Heather. (laughs) Getting into like content of what they started to talk about. I mean, it really was a pretty fluffy start to it. Nothing too intense. I mean, they really didn't say anything about real reality Vontis yet. Only the fact that like Monica hasn't talked to any of them as it wasn't a surprise. It wasn't a surprise to me. Wasn't it cute when she said that uh, on her application, she was like, this show sucks and the ratings are low and it's going to get canceled. So put me on when really she was like, she's like, please consider me. Thanks for some Latina flavor. She's such an exaggerator. I feel like that's going to get her fired that moment alone. I thought it was good to have confirmation again of like why the women were so afraid of Jen Shaw. And I think it was Lisa that was saying that like, So Jen Shaw maintained her innocence the whole time of last season, even when she was, you know, getting arraigned and convicted and that Jen would retaliate at people if they didn't go along with her, you know, on her word being absolutely like giving someone a black eye. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so that's kind of scary. Just the power that she had over them. That's terrible. I can't imagine living like that. Over Jen Shaw of all people. No thanks. Yeah. Okay. Well, so what did you guys think about the fact that Monica worked for her but didn't get paid? So shady. I think that's bullshit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Under the table and she doesn't want to get in trouble with the IRS. So now she's saying she got she did it for free. Or what did Jen Shaw have on Monica? I mean, it was was this in the reunion that they were saying that it was like the they met because of Monica's husband being a handyman? No, that was a crap boys. They they let that out, I think. At least that's where I heard it. 
her ex-husband was like a plumber or something and like showed up to Jen Shaw's house to do a job. And Monica just like, oh, it's there and like tagged along, became friends, probably got paid under the table. And then that that recording was leaked where she would, and they played it on the reunion, but she's like, Kim K started out as a closet organizer and look at her now. I didn't take that as that wasn't a smoking gun that Heather thought it was. No, definitely not a smoking gun, but no. it does show like, I just feel like it was just to show like her, she was going for the show, which is perfectly fine. She That's wasn't, what she, go, she was going on to get famous. Whereas, I mean, people normally are starting out wealthy and go on the show. Like she was going on the show to become wealthy and famous. I mean, I guess I was confused by the baby bundle business too. How like she was saying that it really affected COVID. I mean, a lot of businesses online like thrive during COVID. Yeah. So that was strange. I still miss this. What baby bundle business? (laughs) What is that? It was really brief in the beginning. Like she just basically sells baby blankets online, probably through like an Etsy store or something. It was a really quick moment. Like, I mean, we didn't have a ton of moments of her and her family this season. I mean, they were kind of painful, the ones that we did see with her mom, obviously. Still, they they did ask her about the brother-in-law. They said, how did that affair start? And all she says is like, oh, we're not in touch anymore. And I got so many horrible comments. I still don't know how it started. I still want to know how this thing started. The timeline is so weird because she said it was over a decade ago, but they didn't get divorced until like two years ago or no they didn't get divorced it wasn't final until october of this past year but they've been separated for two years but they would have had to have kids i mean maybe he was maybe they made up you know i mean stranger things have happened people you know stay together after affairs they did split up and then they got back together yeah that's like a known thing i think there are way other weirder things about monica than that aspect of it Like, how about the fact that she seems like way more, um, she finds it more emotional and crazy that like she got re-baptized into the church of Mormonism Mm. or whatever Mm -hmm. you call it. Instead of being like, yeah, I'm so sorry I did that with my brother-in-law. It's like the worst thing I've ever done. Instead, she's like crying, like, I got re-baptized, y'all. Okay, most of us aren't Mormon and we don't care. Give the people what we want. And also, I think it's odd that Heather is like, she's so quick to like, jump on that anytime somebody mentions mormonism she like she's wants like to the be mormon like, authority or has like pegged herself as the mormon authority which i mean i get why i just i don't know it seems like she still really likes it oh i agree i agree i think a lot of people honestly miss the community aspect of church when they are not able to be in it for whatever reason because they were excommunicated yeah i mean even just leaving a church not even a Mormon church. I just think there's a sense of community that people get very attached to. I've always said that I think people should go back to living in communes. And I stand by that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be great. I want to go to love has one. <laughs> Are you, you can be the new mother God, Alex. I'd follow you anywhere, girl. You can do it. You have charisma. Alex. I will run through mother or what is it? Uh, father gods. I'm just going to start fa- collecting There's father a new gods. father God, y'all. I'm going to take some Molly. And find me a new father god. You're welcome, bitches. For anybody who doesn't know, 
Well, hold on. I just want to explain the reference really fast. I don't think we've ever like addressed it. For anybody who hasn't seen yet, there's a documentary on HBO called Love Has One. And it is the most batshit crazy thing I think I've seen in a very long time. We did briefly discuss it, I think. Like, I think we just, we didn't discuss it. I think we just mentioned it or made reference to it. Yeah, I think we're making references, but not like, you know, there's a reason why we're talking about father gods and Alex being our new mother god. I need everyone to go watch Love Has Won right now. Prepare to be disturbed. It gets pretty weird, y'all. But anyway, okay. Learn that Robin Williams has a job in the afterlife we didn't know about. He's a galactic advisor for Mother God. It's fucking weird. But definitely worth a watch. Check it out. Um, Can I also say that Lisa needs to stop referring to anyone as middle class? Her and her ring... Oh my god, it's so cringe. Like she's not in the one percent. I don't I hope she knows that. I mean I don't think she does. That she's not in the one percent or she that is she not. is. No, I don't even have to look up her and John's net worth to know she's not. I don't really feel like the one percent is like that high of an income, is it? I mean I mean, I know it's high. It's higher than <laughs> all of us put together in like three lifetimes. Like I get that, but I don't want to think it's like just, you know. Uh, freaking what's his face who owns Amazon? Jeff Bezos. Bezos. Heather said Jeffrey Bezos called him by his government name. Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Yeah, like I heard somebody called <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese, Charles E. Cheese. And I was like, <laughs> I can't handle this. <laughs> oh, I love that. We have time for it. What's the top 1%? Shut your mouth, Liz. I have time for it. <laughs> Girl, take another sip of that wine. They're saying that it's with different states as different incomes, but it's looking like the average American household needs to bring 652000 to be classified among the top 1% of earners across the country. She might be in it, guys. I told you. I didn't think it was like, it's like Bezos is like the top 01. Anyway, okay, we'll move on. Point 0001%. Okay, I just think that yes. Lisa needs to refrain from talking about class. Middle class. She's got no self-awareness, but that's kind of why we love her. I know it is. It is. Your ring. It's just a some ring. I get rings for things. Okay. Anyway, girl. (laughs) They talked about like different fights, right? I guess there was Meredith and Whitney. Yeah. I felt like all that was stupid. Meredith and Angie K. I don't know why I still call her Angie K because the other Angie isn't on there, but. Because it sounds cute. Oh, well. So as Alex has named herself in our little podcasting platform, Benchwarming Bitch, that, bench was, that was an amazing <laughs> insult by Monica. That was great. Sit down, you benchwarming bitch. I love that. But then I love that Angie K came back and was like, Monica knew I was a pillar of the Salt Lake community. Like, oh, oh Lord. Yeah. And then we got Angie K saying, what? I'm rich, bitch. Or wait, was that Did at the finale? Or was that at the reunion? Oh, hell yeah. She said it. it was a highlight of my my week. Oh, I'm going to have to go back and watch. It was either on the finale. Yes, it, it was on the finale. I'm sorry. It was when they were arguing and Monica was trying to like defend herself and was like, oh, Angie, you know, you have money problems. She's like, I'm rich, bitch. Why does Monica have so much venom towards Angie K? She's like harmless as a fly. Monica seems to have a lot of venom towards everyone. Right. Yeah, true. She's on the defense for sure. I mean, honestly, I will stand by. I think she could come back. I think she has enough. Well, and next week we get to see Mary, who Mary is apparently on Monica's side. I need to see that. I can't wait to see that. Whatever that's that's worth. Yeah. Tuesday can't come soon enough. Guys, I had a question. 
I I did love the trampoline with eyes thing. I thought it was funny. I'm glad that they like turned it into a compliment. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Somehow. I have a um like a confession. I didn't actually watch Salt Lake all of last season because this season, yes, of course I was obsessed. But last season they lost me and I just never bothered. I is that where the beef started? What's with Meredith and Angie? No, see, that's what's so confusing is that I don't I watched all of all four seasons and I feel like something must have happened in between seasons. Yeah, there had to have been. They hate each other. It was so funny. There's something we're missing. Yeah, because I don't understand how I mean, Angie K is just like that soft little kitten that everybody's just kind of like, oh, okay, you know, like she's cute and she's there. But like with Meredith, I don't understand. What does she know about the husbands? And when are we finally going to be able to talk about the damn husbands? The rumors and nastiness. The rumors <laughs> and the nastiness. Well, they did I kind of interesting. go into the fact that Monica doesn't talk about the things that are really bugging her and why she like flips out on the spot and talks about things without context. Which does bother me because that's like when people go on Facebook and they're doing vague book and they just like, ah, if the world gives me one more problem, like you're oh, just fishing God. for compliments. Yeah. <laughs> or when they post like, um, you know, those inspirational meme quote things and they're like, yeah, never stick around the people who don't deserve you or some shit. Yeah. And then they have the relatives that are like, you deserve everything. Whoever hurt you is going to get it back. What's like, it? It's called <laughs> tell us what happened. Sympathy fishing. Don't waste my timeline. Isn't it sympathy fishing? Yeah. Is that what it is? There's a term. I mean, I just made that up, but that seems I to did think summarize it, was, it. it. It checks out. I believe you. <laughs> um, it's now a thing. Sympathy fishing. Yes. I thought it was a little weird that Sean, Angie K's husband, Sean, was more upset about the cheating than it being with men. I feel like both are kind of like ridiculous if you're married to a woman. Um, I think maybe, maybe it's, he doesn't have, you know, any issues. He's secure in his masculinity. So it's so ridiculous that anyone would think that he's gay just because he's a hairdresser, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. That does make sense. I mean, I would think it's crazier that he, if he would stick, if he was really hung up on that point, that would say to me like, oh, there might be something Maybe there's something there. Oh, like he thinks thou do protest too much or whatever. Like, yeah, thou dost protest too much. Thou dost protest too much. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Well, and it's funny too when people say that it's like being gay is not a bad thing, but like cheating on your spouse is. Right. Yeah, exactly. All right. Was there anything else? Do you guys think Monica stole the ring? No. I don't. No, I don't. I think that's like, why would you do it out in the open? I mean, at least like sneak into her hotel room and try to do it that way. Like, well, how would she have the opportunity to do that? Like slip it off her finger in the van or something? Yeah. Like, just like a GTA heist mission. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's not a bad idea. Jen Shaw probably put her up to it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I want to know what she knows on Jen. Because you know there's even more. Did you guys understand Andy's bad leather reference? I don't get it. Said, are you guys Lisa, bad leather? Lisa and Heather are bad weather. Because Lisa and Whitney were bad weather. Oh. It wasn't a great weather. joke. And and Whitney was like, that's the shadiest thing you've ever said. It clearly no, was not. It wasn't. Heather and Whitney are bad weather. And so Lisa and Heather are bad leather. It's not that smart. You're, you're probably thinking too much into it. Probably. It just, yeah. I'm trying to make sense out of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't get it, but whatever. 
Okay, we can move on. Southern Charm. I liked this reunion for many, many, many reasons. I loved every minute. It was way more intense than I thought it was going to be. Thank God for JT coming in hot. Dude, I'm sorry. Fuckboy exorcism? (laughs) Yeah. May the power of JT compel you. I love that so much. JT saying, I'm going to give you a fuckboy exorcism. I really love that. I can see that becoming like a trend too. It could like trend on TikTok and Instagram reels and everything. It's just all going to be on yeah fuck boy exorcisms he needs to copyright that and start making some merch he was uh, he was really smart if he doesn't i'm gonna let's see what else oh let's talk about outfits though y'all i need to talk about taylor looking like a salsa instructor yeah or participant (laughs) yeah she does she looks like she's working in a mini mall fred astaire studio it did look really cheap like the fabric looked cheap as hell yes she was giving me prom 2001 Oh, yeah, definitely prom. That shimmer, the sparkle. Ugh. Ugh. I hated that Not dress. Not fond memories coming back. <laughs> exactly. And you know exactly, I probably wore that dress to prom. Amazing Vanita uh, reposted our story because of waiting to exhale. I know. Shout out to Vanita. Yeah. Uh, she's a stutter, always. She killed the look. Well, she needs to be in the reboot. I'm campaigning so hard for her now to be in the reboot let's do it let's do it let's make it happen lee daniels call us (laughs) abc call us there was something weird about something weird about olivia's dress it was like a little too big on her and it was like they're cutting things out of it i I hated that shoulder pad i love her she hated the shoulder pad it wasn't i thought it was perfection i love that dress two against one <laughs> i'm not cra- i wasn't crazy about the shoulder pad either but i did love the cutouts i love a long sleeve gown she too. already has pretty broad shoulders so i think it's just like adding too much up there and she's she broad so fit. she has kind of like a swimmer's body i think she literally has no fat like right. she should be wearing just sheer outfits like yeah, why was exactly. she so covered up uh because i don't know i love a i love a long sleeve dress i didn't know until recently that Leva recruited her for this show and she normally lives in LA because she does acting. I didn't realize that. I thought all the men looked great. Oh my God. Yes. They all looked great. That looked really good. And I hate saying that because he looks like Daniel Tosh's cousin. Oh yeah. my God. Forgot about he Daniel does. Tosh. Oh my God. Whatever happened to Don't him? they look like they should be related? Yeah, they do. They do kind of have this like derpy expression on their face at all times. I have to say. And like no jawline, but kind of a chin. Yeah. I just, I mean, is there anything more we want to talk about before getting into the chef stuff? Craig looked damn fine. Just saying. Okay, Craig looks amazing with the added weight on his face ever since he got off Adderall. I swear, he like, he looks good with a little bit of weight on his face. I like JT's outfit too. And Leva, hot damn. That's all I can say. That's all I can say about Leva. Hot damn. She looked amazing. Yeah. She's a gorgeous woman. She's gorgeous. Oh, seriously. And I do. I like her style, too. Let's get into it. It was like a action packed. And for them not really focusing that much on um, Taylor and Austin, I thought it was a damn good reunion. Well, oh, my God. Like, I'm going to read the quote of Olivia's like mic drop because I have a, a screenshot of it. I mean, if we're first talking about we'll first talk about this and then we can get into the chef stuff, because I feel like that kind of overshadowed the whole thing. Just because it was like so unexpected for me, I guess. 
Okay, but just this was Olivia's final line before. I mean, you could hear this on the Peacock version, which I encourage everyone to go watch because it's amazing. Um, So it's Olivia talking to Taylor and she said, it's not even the action that's the problem. Not only the cover up, you lied so many effing times. Of course, you're tired of this. You're all in the shit bed that you made. Not only have you proven yourself to be a shitty friend, you're a shitty human too. Fucking cunt. Mic drop. And that was funny. That was good. I really don't like that um, Olivia hooked up with Thomas Ravenel. And it's nothing oh, to do with Catherine. I don't like it because that made me sad. Thomas is a fucking creep. Right. He's old enough to be her father. Convicted creep. Back the fuck off of young Family women. friends also. I hated that. To me, that just says like, is he friends with her dad or something? Like, gross. Yeah. I, I'm not. It's not even about Catherine. I just feel like I just felt bad for her. <laughs> I'm sure it was something where she, she was drunk. He took advantage. Apparently her parents are investors in like Leva's restaurants too. I don't know how I came into all this information about Olivia, but I don't know that. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just, you know, elevated of why, you know, of why she knows Leva basically and her connection to the show. Well, I just didn't like that. And I hate that, like, Taylor tried to use that against yes. her. Like, that's ridiculous. Using it as leverage. That was, like, disgusting. Like, it sounds like she had a drunken mistake and was exactly. super embarrassed. And she wasn't, like, fucking anyone over. Like, come on. Right. What did Taylor think she had there? Did you guys hear the part when Olivia said, you know, you were, like, the only person I told on Earth. And then Taylor had the audacity to say on Earth, like, referencing uh, oh, I Olivia's brother that. who passed. I didn't catch that. Again. Oh, is that what you think she meant? That's how I took wow. it. I didn't understand why she said that. I didn't either. I didn't even catch that part. Oh, I was, I rewound it. I was so fuming. I was like, that bitch did not just say re- repeat on earth like she did. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, I don't I think mean, I put, I heard it, but I don't think I made that connection. Good catch. No, same. I mean, if we couldn't think lower of her, then there you go. That's like this scene from my best friend's wedding where um, Cameron Diaz is telling off Julia Roberts and she's like, you're lower than, or is it the guy? He's like, you're lower than pawn scum. Like, that's how I feel about Taylor. <laughs> yeah, she's not doing herself any favors. And why would you expose somebody to sleep with Travis Ravenel? Or Thomas, what the hell is his name? Thomas Ravenel? Thomas. Yeah, they, they, well, yeah. They sorry, call him I had P-Rav. it P-Rav and I read it as Travis. Travis Ravenel. <laughs> Trav, Trav. <laughs> Aside from all that, I feel like this reunion brought us a lot more than just that bullshit. So I really oh, do want to totally. get into that. Like, okay, yeah. um, for just a small like side note, I did love seeing, you know, Madison um, kind of talking about like what, you know, the ring camera getting in the ring camera. I can only imagine like that would be the last thing I'd want to see in my ring camera footage. I'd be like, oh, oh shit. I know, I know. I pissed off the wrong woman. Um, she, oh, she looks stunning also. I don't think we mentioned her, but yeah. Always. She's always looking stunning. Hate Bold her. Bold yeah. boom. Yeah. Um, it was interesting. I noticed at the very beginning that Shep looked a lot bouncier than usual. You know, he's always sort of like fidgety. I saw that someone mentioned that probably in Reddit. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't even like, see that. I just wrote that down. His foot is always shaking. Like he clearly has like an ADD type of anxiety about him. But yeah, um, like fidgety. His, his foot is just always shaking. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. He said that like he's worried about the monotony of a relationship or children or something. But I would I be know. more like afraid of the monotony of 
living a life of alcoholism, I think. Well, so I really took that as like, I think that's his being scared of intimacy because that makes you vulnerable. I think there's like so many levels we could take this as like his being scared of monotony and monogamy. Yeah, for sure. I just feel like also everybody kind of misses the part where why does he have to be like one extreme or the other? He could just go and be sober and live happily ever after. He doesn't have to have a wife and kids to do that. I feel like his family probably pressures him on the family part. Yeah, I'm sure they do. I don't know. I I don't think we've ever seen his parents. I mean, we don't have a ton of scenes with his parents, but we definitely haven't seen any pressure on screen that I remember. But I think that's common with a lot of, I think it's kind of accepted of like, you know, it's okay to be a bachelor for, you know, a good majority of your life. I really do think he does want to settle down. I think at the very core of all of his addictions on top of that, once he gets those solved, I think he will want the stability. I really do. Right. He can't even like, he sh- probably shouldn't even try to focus on that until he gets No, it not at control. all. Not at all. I think he needs to be not drinking beer. He needs to be totally dead ass sober. Otherwise, it's like the addictions are just going to transfer from one thing to the other. It's going to be beer that he's trying to get the, you know, the high of being drunk off of. And then he's going to have a beer gut even bigger. <laughs> Ew. And be more depressed. Give me a vicious cycle. Just get sober, Shep. We're rooting for you. I thought it was weird that he wanted to like take so much ownership of Taylor's spiral. Oh, like, I know. I hated her that. Bad behavior. She is a grown woman. Right. Well, it's very like infantilizing. How do you say yeah. it? Inf- infantilizing. He's treating her like a child. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And taking away her agency that she is able to make decisions on her own. She can think on her own. She's does not need you as her savior white knight. And she doesn't regret anything because she's repeatedly told us she doesn't regret anything. So, right. Like she doesn't care. And I just feel like that's not going to help him personally. Like, yeah. On the one hand, it's like dumb of him because it does take away her agency. It, um, it sort of like reduces her to a child in his eyes. But also he's not doing himself any favors. Now he has to live with his own regret and live with the regret of hers, you know, that he feels responsible for. Like, no, 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 no. How about the fact that like he doesn't want nudes from her because he can't see the woman that he's like dating or in love with like that? Like total Madonna whore complex. I was just going to say that. Total Madonna whore complex. Strange. Yeah. I was blown away. Like, wouldn't you want to see that compared to somebody else seeing that from them? He can't see her that way. I don't even know if it's about another person. It's just he if he is either going to have someone that he loves and considers his wife or he's going to have someone that he wants a sexual relationship with. Right. No wonder he's cheating all the time. Right. Yeah. True. He's not happy. Like, you're not going to be happy when you put that on somebody. I hope so. I've never like dug into that Madonna horse stuff, but I kind of do want to know like. I know about it from Sex and the City, the most like. That's how I know about it. (laughs) Oh, really? Why do they talk about it? Uh, Charlotte's husband had wasn't able to see her sexually. Said her and Samantha go and get lingerie, right? Yeah. Or she. Samantha. Yeah. 
but also Samantha was getting lingerie with Carrie in one scene when she was trying to hook up with Burger and it like wasn't working. There were a couple different lingerie scenes, but yeah. Mostly I consider more like I want to dig into it psychologically. Like, is this like an internal misogyny kind of thing? Like mm. he doesn't like women. He doesn't find it appropriate for women to be like sexual beings. So in order for him to respect a woman, he can't look at them as like being in full all-encompassing woman. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. No, there's something there. Start writing an outline for a book of like the psychological themes in Bravo shows. That can be the start of it. Yeah. But I mean, it, it does fit. Uh, that theory does fit with that. He does not give a woman a good time horizontally. I, yes. I had that same thought too. Maybe that's why he's not concerned about physical intimacy or capable or, right or like if he can't see her as being a sexual being why why would he care if she got to the finish line i'm sure he's capable but if he if he does not want to see her that way why would he care if she like but also finishes okay. when they're in bed versus just he says his tongue gets tired like that's not the only way that you can get there <laughs> made me laugh so hard i was like that's like the sixth grade answer not six you know what i mean like like, bro, you're so immature. Right. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was interesting. He just sort of assumed that all women kind of like the same thing there. Silly boy. Come on now. So, yeah, we'll we'll keep going on Southern Charm. I actually thought it was really sad that Craig and Austin didn't even want to meet up with Shep for him to, like, say that he was done. Because I guess it's happened so many times. And I really had... This was, like, an under... This, I, I guess it's such a double standard of like women being shown to have an alcohol problem is so much more prominent on these shows versus men. I mean, obviously, there are a lot more women on the Bravo shows, but it was sort of just understood that Shep was a functional alcoholic. Well, and the thing is, is like, for whatever reason, this is just a fact of life. It doesn't make it not bullshit, but... You know, a man being an alcoholic is so much less scandalous than a woman. They're going to just say, oh, it's just Shep being Shep, you know, dumbass. And meanwhile, if that were like Luann or something, it would be like a problem, like a big, big problem. Yeah, I thought it was sad. I was like, guys, this is his literal cry for help. Yeah, Listen. Totally. <laughs> do you think his parents are making him do this or this is voluntary no i don't think so he looks sick to his stomach he does he, he looks... really looked awful i don't think his parents could tell him what to do that might make him he seems like the kind of brat that like does the exact opposite of what his parents try to tell him to do i just figured if they were threatening to cut him off that he'd be like okay fine i'll go get help i'll stop i'll stop drinking hard liquor and wine oh uh, i think he has a trust fund that he is full ownership of now that's what i would guess yeah those are different the money is there for him yeah it's just like a paycheck yeah exactly i did want to touch on how taylor brought the dildo to madison's bridal shower oh Yuck. yeah what the hell is wrong with this girl i mean it wasn't a used dildo <laughs> I, she's a homie hopper i don't trust her that's something you take to like the bachelorette party yeah, like she said true you know? true that not like a nice party or the first time you're meeting the guy, like, I understand that, too. Yeah, and they're not even close like that, either. I think that was Taylor just, she's been, I think, taking more and more actions that show she wants to stay on the show, except, you know, not being Shep's ex-girlfriend. She's trying to stand on her own by being outrageous, I think. Yeah, it's working. 
texting Whitney news is Ugh. Oh my God, come on, come F me in Nashville and she wants to act like she didn't say that. Oh, and they, sh- I saw pictures of her and Olivia in Nashville last year. Yes. Yeah. That's what pissed me off. She's lying yet again. Yeah. She was like, when was I in Nashville? And then the whole thing about Whitney not having a girlfriend, having a girlfriend, she's like, oh, well, if he has a girlfriend, then the whole city needs to know. Yeah, because he's hooking up with everyone or something. I did. I did like how he. it was finally called out. Like, why is Whitney showing this to everybody? Like Taylor's getting a heat for sending this. She was probably I'll, I'll give her a little bit of a pass because it's just Whitney. Like, who cares? It's not like, you know, she sent it to like a best friend's boyfriend or something, but or her ex-boyfriend's best friend. <laughs> well, isn't that technically revenge porn? Isn't that what that is? Distribution? Oh, shit. Yeah, when you show people. When you show people, that's like not cool because you didn't really consent to showing them. I don't, that's not cool. Revenge porn. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was no digital footprint of it, but he still showed Craig. That's so messed up. And apparently a lot of people showed Leva and Madison and everyone. So we are in Beverly Hills and uh, the gals are going to Ojai for Anne-Marie's birthday, who has weirdly that was so fun. been in and out of episodes. Like, I can't tell. She should just be a friend of. Like, she does not need to get housewife status. She's been in and out of the past couple episodes. Yeah, I'm pretty much ready for them to just, like, get rid of her. Right, right. Just do us a favor. Don't bring her back. She's boring. She doesn't make me laugh. And she's mean to Sutton. I know, exactly. And she's, I I think she's clearly being produced by Kyle. I think Kyle is saying to her to bring up the esophagus issues. I stand by that. Yet again. <laughs> I love during the game Crystal's orgasm face. That was just the best. That's like the most embarrassing. I don't know why. That just is like way too intimate for girlfriends to see. Like, that is so awkward. It is awkward. I think that's why Crystal made that crazy face. I was <laughs> I was cackling. I thought it was great. Yeah. What do you guys think about, like, okay, so Kyle has, we don't really go into this a lot, but she was talking about how she is, like, an addiction to spending money and shopping. Is there, like, anything to the fact that, like, she is sober now? So there's, like, not that... I don't know, Could be. like a dopamine hit of shopping as opposed to getting a drink, you know, ha- alcohol. Could be. I don't know. I didn't even think about that. That, yeah, but kind of just li- occurred to me. She better start. So she's replacing one addiction with another. <laughs> well, now she's freaking divorcing the moneymaker. She better start saving her money. Yeah. What do those Halloween residuals come in at? We got to figure that out. Because in California, that's shared property, right? Where they would split all of their proceeds while they were married down the middle, correct? Probably, yeah. So, but they didn't have a prenup and they've been married for a super long time. So I think that kind of like negates Probably. certain rules. Yeah, I guess she would get a nice settlement, but still. I'm sure. Or they might not even, she's so clearly over him emotionally. Like he doesn't even show up to this party for her friend. That was huge to me. That was such a big deal that he wasn't there. And what else killed me is how Kyle told everyone, like, she has to tell Mauricio, "Um, you don't have to be nice to every girl on Instagram and like her pictures just because she was like messaging you or liking your stuff. And I was like, girlfriend, he's not being nice. And you know it. Like, cut the shit. Yeah. that Give me a break. Clearly that's happened. And she caught him doing something 
with flirting a little more than what is appropriate, I think. Oh, I'm sure she's caught him multiple times. Right, right. I'm sure she's caught him multiple times. Uh, I did like when um, Kyle said, oh, out of nowhere, it's like nobody asked. And here's Kyle. I would date a girl, you know? <laughs> yeah. Next thing I you know, know, she's scissoring scissoring <laughs> Dorit in the grass. That was kind of funny. And Dorit just stood up, like, <laughs> assume the position. Like, who does that just so voluntarily? Oh, my God. I thought it was hysterical. I love it. Kyle said, I would move. Did she say Aspen? She said, I, not we. Like, once Portia's out of the house, she's gone. Oh, yeah. She's leaving everybody behind. She's got a girl. She's got she's got love. She's been on this show for 14 years. And now we're just now found finding out now that she's a big outdoors kind of gal. Give me a break. She is morphing into Morgan Wade. Oh, they showed PK with a therapist. PK. I I want to like him, but he's just such a fucking asshole. (laughs) Oh, I still believe that he planned the robbery. I still believe that. Absolutely. I think he planned it and now he wants it to go away. Because he had, I think it's something to do with his gambling shit. Oh, yeah. He owes like millions to people in Vegas now. And that's why the PTSD, why he doesn't think it's real, because he knew that she wasn't actually in danger. Exactly. Well, and he didn't like her response to his surprise. And it's like, I don't understand PTSD. So you just don't like my surprise because you have PTSD. It's like, yeah, this isn't about you, PK. I think like, okay, do you remember how Ken Todd, this back when Lisa Vanderpump was on, she was talking about how like the Brits really, they aren't as into talk therapy as much as Americans are. So I think there is that element that PK thinks it's kind of bullshit. I think that's sort of just like ingrained in him already. Well, I think he's just a little bitch and (laughs) sad because Dorit didn't (laughs) go nuts over his stupid birthday surprise. That was kind of awkward and lame anyway. Apparently that's a package. I think that you can buy at the hotel, like an anniversary. Was that the Beverly Hills hotel? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I want to look that up that it's like a package that you can get. On for an anniversary. Oh my god! Can you imagine? Like, what guys like that? I want you to be a whore for the night. Please. My I husband think- says that to me like every night. Oh my god! Just kidding. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> no, I just thought that was kind of weird, but I mean, yeah. But Pretty Woman is great and all, but it's kind of cringy. I don't know. I thought the whole thing was weird. The whole thing. If anything, I want a guy from doing the last scene coming up from the limo out the little like window thing up at the top sunroof i want a guy out the sunroof with damn roses coming down my (laughs) my road i don't want him getting me yeah i just want a new car or something yeah i would i just want a really nice gift give me give me money for my education (laughs) i want to go start a new life so at this party or not a party but it's a memorial for loreen Kyle's friend who I guess this was the this was the one year anniversary and I was just a little confused because this would have happened like did this not happen during last year filming at this at the time that they would have been filming like I'm just wondering why we didn't hear about the friend until this season because I'm not gonna lie I don't I didn't remember her from you know the brief time she they had shown her that she was on the show but like we didn't see any reaction to Kyle being super sad last season. Do you know what I mean? 
I'm not going to like think that filming is always going to line up just right. Yeah, so. no, I think there definitely could be like delay in dates. Um, I just like broke down when Kyle was hugging Lorene's mom, like the mom crying. That was just ugh, awful. But, but what made me uh, feel even more bad for this woman's mother and this woman was when Kyle was fangirling over Morgan Wade the whole time. And it was creepy. With a song about sex. A sex song for her friend. And then Kyle, she, at the very end, who goes, woo, for the performer at a life celebration. Yeah. And celebration lyric, of life. Come one on. One of the lyrics was, they say I'm too young for you. Like the producers knew exactly what they were doing with like, I'm sure they cherry picked specific lyrics of whatever songs they were to so that they could work towards this. There was also a part about take off your clothes. Ew. Come on. We are at a celebration yeah. of life. Her mother right. is yeah. here. That was just a little bit much. Like at least reel it in for like a night. Don't like feed Kyle off of your kebab, your fruit yeah, kebab. I know. I know. Don't feed each other and flirt and woo at the sad song that's supposed to be for your friend that's clearly for you like she did a mic check too and kyle was just like had to stop her conversation to go listen to this oh, song. i found that so infuriating she just cut this woman off when you're supposed to be like you know finalizing the details for your friend's celebration of life that you're supposed to be that's your focus and you're like oh shut up I love this song so much. And then goes up there, eyes closed. And it's like, just really feeling it. I just, you think this is put on for the cameras or is she like, do you think they even notice anymore that they're on camera? I think she's going through a midlife crisis. But I think she finally why left the wall down. the women flat out asking, are you and Morgan together? Well, they try. They, they've been trying. Sutton and Garcelle like strongly hinted at it. I guess they haven't like been blunt enough there i mean it's beverly hills they're not gonna like it's not potomac you know do you think like because that like if kyle didn't want i mean i respect that people can come out with new relationships even if they're still married in their own time you know what i mean do you think that they would not want to ask because that would get kyle on their bad side or kyle would like have her them in her crosshairs I think somebody said it the best. They're like, we talk about shopping. We talk about this. We talk about that. We'll even talk about plastic surgery, Mm -hmm. but we're not going to talk about like kids or the husband Uh, or something. Got it. Yeah. That makes sense. I forget what that that. was in reference to, but. Right. You guys, I just pulled up this Morgan Wade song that she sings. Part of it. I wish I knew you in your wilder days. And here we go. You got me falling in love again. You got a secret. I want to keep it. I wish I would have known you in your wilder days. Baby, I don't want to lose this feeling. You're giving me something to believe in. Okay. At a memorial a service? Um, there was a really nice moment, though, uh, between Garcelle and Sutton. I just thought it was so sweet how Garcelle reached over and held Sutton's hand for a second because she knows Sutton was probably reeling from that. Yeah, definitely. And Sutton's like a NAMI ambassador, so. Yeah. I can't, with this Anne-Marie bringing up the esophagus thing again, I just really want to, like, glaze over whenever she's on screen, Anne-Marie. Get her off my screen. She's, like, so obsessed with Sutton. It's so dumb. I would take Diana, what was her last name? Diana Jenkins. Jenkins. I would take her a million times over Anne-Marie. I swear. 
I would watch her lick her lips again. <laughs> I just did a reenactment for the ladies. There for anybody go. listening, you really missed out. 10 on out of 10. Okay, I will say I didn't even know, I did not notice that last season at all. I need to do a rewatch, I guess, for the lip. She's, oh, I always call her lizard lips because she'd always just lick her lips. It didn't register with me when I was watching the season. I don't know why. Ah, you have like a special non disorder in your head when you're not touching (laughs) (laughs) Your disorder just blocks out annoying shit. Hell no, I'm not normal. There's no way I'm normal. All right, let's move on to Miami. Yeah, Miami. I'm having a strong suspicion that Todd is broke. What do you guys think? Um, I'm done with Todd. He made me so, like, he pissed me off so bad. And I know it wasn't even this episode, but seeing Alexia have to go and look at an apartment and do all that. And in the last episode, he's laughing about how she has to do it herself because he's going on an optional trip with his daughters. And he's like, yeah, you got this. <laughs> like, what a fuck boy. I think it's just the most offensive because of the Frankie aspect of it. Like having no respect for that. Yeah. And just putting every, it's like, it, listen, it's been a million years of men putting too much shit on women. And then if we dare mm-hmm. complain, it's like, oh, all they do is whine and nag. But it's like, he's the type that would say that. Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm sorry. That $45,000 penthouse was sick though. Like. I'm sorry that Frankie thought that room was too small with too good of a view of the ocean. <laughs> yeah. The fact that they said it was too small, I was very right. confused. Yeah. And it was like floor to ceiling windows. No, she looked pissed the whole time that you she were was pissed. And she was taking out like she was like making digs at the real estate agent because she was probably pissed at Todd. Yeah. Yes. You know, he's got a bunch of creditors. Calling well, you know him. that he knew about this before beforehand and probably blindsided her with it and now is making her do all the freaking work to get them a new place to live like that to me is absurd yeah exactly larsa in this episode like that confessional look of hers where her face looks like it's about to pop i can't believe and of course they showed the flashback of her from like season one or two and how different she looks so I did watch them on Watch What Happens Live. Oh, I haven't watched that yet. I need to. <sighs> I've turned. I'm okay with them. I like Larsa and Marcus. Oh, I don't mind them. I watched it too, but I didn't turn. What, how How did you get this swayed? I need to know both of you. Both of you are liking them, because right? Because they were cute. They answered each the question. They played a game. It's like you have to answer these questions. And it's like one, two, three, go. Oh, no. Him and Jody were the bartender. That was it. Yeah. I just thought it was cute. They said all the same answers and they just seem like into it. I don't know. I just, I don't mind them. I, I'll have to watch not- to make a determination. I just think she is just so cringe. I mean, she just has like no identity on her own aside from being a star fucker, basically. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I said it. A basketball hoe. I mean, would do you really think she would be, if he was not Michael Jordan's son, would he, would she want to be with him? If he didn't have millions of dollars. No. Right. No. But to me, I feel like that's just a pre- that's like as ingrained as him having a wiener for her to be into him for Larsa. It's like a millionaire and has a wiener, you know, and then you go from there. Maybe he has to be nice or maybe he has to be funny. But I feel like there's got to be certain things non-negotiable. And for her, that's yeah. I just feel like that's so ingrained into her. Having dinner. Maybe I'm a sociopath, but. I secretly think that she 
Michael, my secret suspicion is Michael Jordan turned her down. So she waited all these damn years to then get with this. Oh my God. Playing the long game. (laughs) Maybe she's on traders. She might be playing the long game. I don't know. (laughs) His family does not accept her. Like they don't see each other. I'm pretty sure. Like she won't answer questions about the, about Marcus's family. So I don't think, well, I mean, I'd be pissed if that was my kid, but it's also not like your average family. It's Michael Jordan. No, but I'm sure. I think it's probably a combination of both. Like when you have to be respectful because they are a celebrity and it's not like you want to just spill all the details, but also his family probably hates her. So maybe a little bit of both. How about that scene with Lisa taking her son to the bank and then trying to explain to him all her jobs and stuff? It's like, God. I know. Oh my God. Painful. Overcompensate much. But supposedly she's never been fired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Other than Lenny. And just hurt like taught another middle class reference by another Lisa this year and explaining how her family was middle class growing up like explaining to the son yeah exactly the little boy who I mean hey it looked like he had a lot of money in that bank so good for him he's so cute I loved his little bow tie I know I know um also Larsa's daughter Sophia like I could she does not want to be on camera like I I'm not surprised. I'm actually not surprised at all that she lives in LA and doesn't even live with Larsa. I know. Isn't that weird? It is kind of weird. She doesn't want to take her OnlyFans pictures anymore. Yeah, She's like, Mom, I'm out. Or <laughs> yeah. And Larsa seems to think it's because she likes LA more than Miami. What kid thinks like that? You don't think like that when you're a child. It's like, I either want to be with mom or dad and mom's on OnlyFans. And is only, I could see, I mean, Larsa's way more concerned with hooking up with her boyfriend or, you know, going out to dinner and being seen. I think she doesn't, I think she has the mentality of an empty nester. Yeah, I think so too. Like she's prioritizing herself. Yeah, exactly. Uh, For sure ridiculous so okay this party though that marisol had was really cute i want to go to one of those parties cutest party please throw one of those parties and please let, let your little friends mike and alex come <laughs> that would be great yes of course um julia um, is the most socially awkward person on earth she needs to stop with having an agenda before she goes into these scenes because like yeah we girl, appreciate out an agenda yeah she's better without that like She's not good as like the maneuver of the plot. Yeah. Which is what they've had her do. It's not working for her. Right. Like I get you want to throw, uh, you know, you want to tell her to get off of Nicole's back. But like, it's, don't make it up in this thing like to where you're so anxious. You act like you, you're acting yeah. like you don't know where you are. And right. You feel weird and creepy. Like. Yeah. And then they called her out. Yeah. And then. And then when she told him it was such like a non thing, they're like, yeah, well, we know Adrian is an asshole. But anyway, back to Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny. They're yeah, like, we don't care. Exactly. Adrian is just ridiculous. We don't care. I need Kiki as a full time cast member. I don't know why she hasn't been given a mojito yet. She's so perfect. She needs one. She is. She needs to. I love her. I'm offended that she hasn't been offered that yet. I, mean, I guess she's technically friend of, but so is like Adriana Marisol. I know Marisol is, yeah. I think sometimes they're just too busy. Like, honest to God, it's not like they're clamoring for a spot at the top. It's like they want to be on the show, but they're just too busy to do it full time. It's too much of a time commitment. Maybe. Ever since her bringing that Burger King to who's who's, uh, 
I'd be on this video. Her eating the Burger King is just iconic was, to me. That was hilarious. I don't remember that. It was from last season. When did right? she eat Burger King? Yeah, last season when Adriana did her fire. Oh my video god, that's so funny. Yacht. I forgot about that. I was glad Gertie was having fun. Yes, and I don't mind that she does the Meredith Marks bringing up a you know a situation to get out of another situation, but she's actually in the shit. Like she's battling cancer. So yeah, she's like I. I have no problem with her doing the that. The fact that she even went to the party. Right. She even showed up. I would have been like, fuck this. I'm going And home. she looked stunning at the party. And they gave her all of five seconds. Like, oh, you're here. That's great. Anyway, Alexia, you're such a bitch. Like, come on. Lisa's reaction to it, too. She was like, almost like on Larsa level of like, well, you didn't tell me. I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I know how to clear a room. Not like, oh, my God, dirty. <laughs> Oh, shit. Like, what's going to happen? I don't blame Gertie at all for leaving. I know. I appreciate her for trying to tell a bunch of self-absorbed, you know, materialistic bitches that life is (laughs) bigger and better than this. They'll cut it out. But I mean, you know, it's like, well, I have problems, too. Like, she's this season has cemented her as like such a narcissistic asshole, I think. I mean, I know it's, you know, she's in pain, whatever, but it. It's not a good look for her. It's bad. Yeah, it does mess your life up. But at the end of the day, I mean, so many people go through the exact same thing, you know, and it's terrible. And I guarantee if she had cancer, oh, my God, it would be nonstop chatter about that, you know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, Do we want to go to Southern Hospitality? Yeah, I think we've got a little time left to do that. We do. We got to hit up Southern Hospitality and then Potomac. Or should we do Potomac first? Um, either. We can do Potomac. Okay. I do have a funny picture to show you guys of... This was like a new confessional look of Candace. And it's an interesting look. I don't hate it for some reason. But it's a little crazy looking. So I love the glitter on that. But I, I wasn't understanding the whole outfit. No, I know. I want to see. Is it just like the rest of it? Just like a lavender tube top? <laughs> you imagine that you put that with like jeans? That's so extra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I mean, I do love a sequin moment. That's for sure. But it was it's just a strange combo of like a frosty lavender tube tube dress. <laughs> frosty lavender. Well, I was in my head. I'm like, was that one outfit? Was that did she pick that little arm thing and then pick the other thing? Like I was literally having a moment of thought during that damn confession. Well, that's like a half a bolero. <laughs> We're going to work boleros into every episode. She, yes, she has a she has a half of a bolero, a sequin bolero. On. I just can't believe how long this Austin trip has been going on. Like and nothing's happening. They're Other than Robin sitting on a, on a curb. Yeah, exactly. Robin going to a restaurant table and sitting on her own. I didn't hate this episode though, because I, you know how I like it when they all have fun. And I thought the painting stuff of Karen was hilarious. Like I was dying over over those portraits. I didn't understand Robbins. Like Robbins was supposed to be like the winner, but I, it was a Twitter check Mark. It was a Twitter check. Yeah. Karen claimed she didn't buy her check Mark, but exposed. Yeah, exactly. That was pretty good. I'll I love Robin that they that. did that, though. Yeah. yeah, that was hilarious. I did love Country Karen in Surrey County with Ray on the tractor. That was great. Yes. I, that was Mia's, right? I loved hers. I just think it's funny 
that Ashley Darby is still wearing clothes from her old boobs. Like none of her tops yeah. fit her new boobs. Get a new top. You have upgraded like several cup sizes. She looks ridiculous. It's just all there is to it. Also, did you guys notice when Robin? I think I just don't like Ashley that much. Oh, well, yeah, there's that. Oh, well, we do have to talk. I feel like we need to talk about their. I sent you guys their taglines. Their taglines are all hilarious. I mean, Karen's makes no sense saying she's the fence. Um, the. Oh, yeah. You got a rider or whatever. Don't ride her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They ride. They ride her. She doesn't ride. the She's fence. not a fence rider. She is the fence and you ride her. It makes no sense. And then Ashley talking about how she's a gold. I mean, she's not a gold digger. I mean, haha, that's up for debate. I just think they have the funniest. And then Giselle calling out all working all of her daughter's names into those taglines. I actually thought that was kind of cute because what else does she have going on? I hated it. I was like, this is stupid. It's like, you're right. I mean, it's cute because it's her daughter, but come on. Try harder. Well, at least she didn't say word on the street. That's what all of her taglines have been. That's just like Kyle in this town. In this town. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. When Robin called Juan after she walked away from the table when she was getting into it with Candace and Ro- and Juan's FaceTime wasn't working and he said he was folding laundry. His FaceTime wasn't working. What, was he at the laundry mat with that girl? Yeah, exactly. He was at the laundry mat with that one chick. Like how many times? How many times does this have to happen? Her FaceTime doesn't work. Like she couldn't hear the damn coins jingling if he was really doing that fucking laundry. <laughs> like I do not believe this man at all. And are we supposed to believe they don't have like a washer and dryer? They don't? I know. Why is he always going to laundromats? Like a real housewife of Potomac is going to the laundromat? I don't think so. I mean, that's that's the bottom of the barrel if that's true. That's like it's Gina not OC status. I think it's bullshit. I I I was even assuming like maybe he was at the laundry mat. I was just kind of just joking about that, but I don't know why he was there in the first place. And also, bullshit. He was with some other chick. Oh, my FaceTime isn't working. I don't know what's going on. He was in bed with another bitch. Oop. That's what was going on. <laughs> probably. I would bet big, big, big money on that. Yeah, probably. And also, he's like, eh, anyway, I gotta go. And, oh, could you just listen for once? If you just listen, maybe you could work it out. He's like, insult her and his FaceTime won't work. And then he leaves. <laughs> I'm like, and he's constantly deleting messages like that. This man is not to be trusted by the general public. And like, this is who she's crying about on a curb. Come on. An unemployed coach. In Texas. <laughs> yeah. Who's rude to her and cheats. Right. No, Thanks. No, thank but you. Yeah, the drag club. The drag club was cute. Um, I just hope Potomac turns it up for the rest of the season. But this may just be a down season for them. I hope so too. I did love Karen crawling across the floor, though. For me, that made the season. It's no down <laughs> yeah. season. It was great. I love your optimism. <laughs> Karen could have her own show, and I'd watch that all day. She could. I swear they didn't. They do a Surrey County spinoff of her. Like a. It was like a limited series you know how they do like i want to say they jack right Brittany. they did a kentucky one they do limited series sometimes look up i uh, maybe it's on peacock look like last summer maybe that was just a fever dream but i swear there was like a limited karen surrey county like ladam there was a lot of footage from her there i swear mm-hmm. Ladam in Surrey. The yeah, I don't know what it would be called, but 
Wait, wait, wait. You were right. What's it called? She did have, it was called Karen's Grand Dame Reunion. Hell yeah. yeah. See? I know what I'm doing tonight. It was from 2020 or 2022. So okay. definitely recent too. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I feel like it has like a less, less summer feel to me. Micah, you're the passionate one about Southern hospitality. So you take it away. I sure am. I don't know what that says about me as a person and my intellectual capabilities, but fuck, I'm all on board. Fuck yeah. No, Let's- not at all. I love Southern hospitality. Um. Okay. Can we talk about the milkman? The photo shoot of his only fans <laughs> and he gets a lot of like uh love for his milk oh, his milk videos oh sheen yes i couldn't remember his name i thought that was great um okay. that's all i have about. I, I really liked it i do have a couple things to say about southern hospitality a i don't know if you guys ever watched the bachelor but this girl sally that joe bradley is hooking up with was on the bachelor she was on episode one of clayton's season she it, she was just being one of those dramatic girls. I was like, oh, I don't know if I could do this. Blah, blah, She leaves. Then on Paradise, that- there's another drama. She never actually makes it to these shows. So she's obviously, you know, wants to be on reality TV. Yeah, she's just bopping around. Also, Gaston is Taylor's now boyfriend. Taylor's current boyfriend. Yeah. 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 So many connections. I wonder what's going to happen to Sally now that. Uh, you know, Gaston is shacked up with Taylor or like dating Taylor and um, Daniel was with Danielle now, apparently. Yeah. Interesting. Which sounded from what he did, like an interview or was talking to somebody and it seemed like she did the hard launch of everything and he was just kind of in the background. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I haven't checked her socials lately. I didn't realize that. Wait, no, they did. Was it a Watch What Happens Live episode and she was on it and then he was in the audience? Yeah. From there, he was saying like she was the one that kind of was like launched that. Yeah. I don't even need to see that to know that. Like she wouldn't have had to tell me. I know. Like desperation. She needs to turn the desperation down. But I feel like maybe it's a good match. They're intellectually like on the same level. I think she's pretty smart. She worked in tech. She worked in fintech. Like, they're not on the same level. Emotional, emotional EQ, EQ. <laughs> okay, fine. Sure. There you go. Yeah. She could do so much better, that though. Not she could smart, do so much smart. better. Yeah. I mean, could she? We're talking about Danielle. She could with a couple tweaks to her personality. Yes, I think she could. You're being very she kind. therapy before she gets a new man. Yeah, yeah, like an SSRI and a therapist kind of tweaks. She maybe. needs a life coach, I'm telling you. I like Danielle, but come on, girl. I don't like her. Honestly, I don't like her, but there are things that she could do. Yes. To become. She needs to lock her phone. To do better. In a, in a safe for like eight hours at a time. I hope her and Joe Bradley are very happy together. I think that would be great. Maybe she can get Robert to teach him how to cook chicken parm better. <laughs> have his side. <laughs> I know that the key to doing that smashing of the chicken is like you need to put like a layer of cellophane over the chicken first before you go smashing it down or get a pounder. Like they make meat pounders for that reason. I think it's a shame that Mia is not still in the restaurant working because she really gives me Stasi energy. Like she has that star power. I've said it mm-hmm. before. She Her has the always charisma. The, like, info. She has the charisma yeah. and the beauty. Like she yeah. could be pushed to the front of this franchise if 
Because they're kind of pushing Maddie to the front. I don't know. I feel like they've given Maddie a terrible edit at the moment. And can we just say we know who DJ James Kennedy is? You don't have to... We know he's on Vanderpump Rules. Like, you don't have to introduce him. He's just this really sick DJ. I thought that was really funny. Um, (laughs) I'm offended for James. Like, no, put some respect on my name. Yeah, well, I think that she did, but it's just kind of funny. Like, Mm -hmm. he's a DJ. I love seeing his videos of like him the song i like posted from our account earlier today and the song that he was playing it's like that wanna be my lover like that was so sick (laughs) i think it was in texas listen to you wow oh my god no (laughs) i've spent a lot of time thinking about grace lily and liam and how he has a bullet for a necklace and how he got this special gym membership for him to take, you know, Grace Lily for for the girlfriend experience, I guess. And she's I not know. I like, feel bad for him when he said that. Like she doesn't want to do things with him. You felt bad for him? I thought he sounded like a psycho. Okay, I'll go to the well, gym with you, wants, psychopath. He wants like, to do things with her, which I get. But yes, no, I agree. He sounds controlling. But is he trying to get her into the gym for a reason? Like he doesn't like the way she looks and it's there's an ulterior motive. That's where I have a problem. Okay. I, I'm very defensive about going to the gym with a man. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't want to go to the gym with anyone. Not even myself. Oh, I would love that. Like, that is what I want. I want to go to the gym with a boyfriend just to, like, encourage me to go to the gym. I want to go to the couch. I will preface, if my exes knew what the hell they were doing in that gym, I would have wanted to be there. But none of them knew what the fuck they were doing. So I had no interest. Here's my problem about it. He wants to go to the gym. So he got a membership to make Grace Lily go with him instead of just figuring out something that they both want to do together. I thought that was weird. Like, that's your complaint? Come on, give me a break. I know. The cracks are showing. I'll go to the gym with you. I think there's like an ongoing dispute right now of them with the cat, Fergie, that they showed multiple times on this episode. Like, I think it's funny when they do that sort of foreshadowing and they showed the cat a lot. Yeah, Grace Lily just needs to like hula hoop on away because that guy's going nowhere fast. Oh, I just watched the Luann hula hoop episode recently. <laughs> Do you remember when Luann was doing the hula hoop on Roni? <laughs> it was a Bethany's party out in the Oh my Hamptons. god, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. No, Blast from the past. I need to watch that again. When I think of Luann in the Hamptons, I think of her doing that nude uh, painting class with her daughter attending. Oh, see, that was the downgrade. That was the bad episode. That was the bad season. That was with Ebony and Leah. Yeah. Oh, it was awful. So I'm in like the sweet spot of Roni right now. And it's so enjoyable. Don't keep going. Don't get to that bad part. I'll have to eventually. Anything else you guys want to chat about? Just I I will just say I think it's like kind of ridiculous watching Emmy and Will try to pretend like their relationship's great. It's kind of funny. I enjoy that though because you can tell that they're faking it. Yeah, she (laughs) seems like miserable and all she wants to do is like take Maddie down. It's so weird. Oh, I like that now because I'm starting to not like Maddie. (laughs) I think she thinks I like her. I thought I thought she was cute with her DJing. No, I like her. I think they're giving her a bad edit. I think Emmy's a creep. A creep? <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's always like staring down, you know, Maddie and like oh. talking about hey, how that, much better she is than Maddie. That could be a bad edit. You have to think about like... I, Maddie's getting a bad edit. They keep making her look bad. She'll just be eating. It's like they don't eat. They eat 
all of them do. So you just acted natural, you think? I think, I mean, you can't really, can you edit the fact that like she told someone to wear the wrong dress? I mean, I know it's petty, but like, I don't know. Oh, that was done. That was weird. You can only, you can only blame editing on so much. Well, no, I wasn't even referring to that. I just feel like they give her a bad edit, like in general. But no, the dressing was stupid and Maddie should have like caught to it. But Emmy also at the same time, like your relationship sucks. Your goal is to like be some bar manager and you act like you're the boss. Like, I just don't understand what she's getting at. Like, I just don't like her. I think that she's a Debbie Downer and no fun and delusional. Alex, what do you think? (sighs) She kind of drives me nuts. I don't want to be like a (laughs) hater on her. There's just something that bothers me about her. Like, I don't, there's just something off and I cannot put my finger on it. So every time I watch it, I'm getting irrationally angry at this person I don't even know because I can't figure out what's bothering me about her. She just seems so miserable. I want her to dump Will and move on and flourish. Oh yeah, that would be fun. I would like to see that. I just don't understand. There's Yeah. I just don't understand it. Like every time I watch her, I'm just like, oh my God, what is driving me crazy about you? Right. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and I don't and I don't have that answer yet. So it's pissing me off even more. <laughs> and I do want right. to say that this is also entertainment. We don't actually hate any of these people. Yes. We love we, them all. We are having a good time. Oh, obviously. Yeah. You know, and hey, obviously. my opinion of Maddie was not great last week. And this week I we're good. So and I want her to change my mind. I want Emmy to do better. I just want her to be happier. And I'm not going to be a Bradley and tell her to smile because that doesn't do much except for piss us off more. But yeah, I don't know. She just, she needs to make life changes, I think. Well, because she's sober, right? Is she? I don't know. Maddie is. Or my, Maddie, right? Oh, she's Maddie, sober. yeah. No, I was Maddie, Maddie is. Yeah. I feel like that would be hard to be in that situation every day. Oh, I think Emmy needs to make life changes. That's who I was referring to oh you were saying her i was i'm just thinking maddie needs a new career but i'm not trying to say anything she can thrive she can thrive (laughs) (laughs) all right well i think that's probably all we have for this week right it is catch us next week we will continue salt lake city reunion part two which i think is going to be a lot juicier in the rest of our favorite shows that's right all right well thanks everyone for listening we will talk to you next week bye bye bye